Hello and welcome to Adventures in Monkey Branding. I am Michelle Massiello. And thank you for listening in. Um, tonight I'm going to talk about... I'm going to tell a story of... A time when I went shooting... Or took some, was taking pictures during an outing. Uh, I'm also going to talk about... My affinity for... Thrift shopping. And how that affects my... camera buying abilities or photography stuff and at the end I will mention my social media stuff um, where on the internet that I post my pictures and just in case anybody wants to look at them alright well as far as all this stuff goes my first thing I'm going to do is tell a story about um, when I was going, taking some pictures, of this, I forget what year it was, I want to say it's somewhere between 2007, 2010, and my, my wife and my mother-in-law and I had gone on an outing to La Jolla in San Diego, California, and I really love, I enjoy going up there to La Jolla, up there to La Jolla, um, the other thing called La Jolla Cove, um, where this group of seals have claimed their own as a, their own habitat. Um, there is a marred history behind all that. For a while, you know, the seals were all, everyone's like, oh, I love the seals, they're all so cute and stuff. And then they started living there and getting all smelly and crapping all over the place or whatever. But they're like, the people of La Jolla are a-holes that they are, or, well, can be, I suppose. Everyone can be at some point in their lives. But they were annoyed by the smell and the of nature, and was, had all these different ways of trying to get rid of them. Anyway, none of them worked, and so the seals are there, like a natural preserve for the seals. Um, I also like there because they have a little beach. Um, it's kind of like you have to go down this, this sh short 10-foot cliff, whatever, to the beach area. And they also have um, a kind of a rocky outcropping that overlooks the ocean as well. And then goes down into um, a lagoon of some sort um, that ends up, that is actually an underwater nature preserve. You can scuba, you can scuba or kayak in the area, but you can't do anything to change or damage anything that's underwater which is really cool San Diego has is well known for you know all kinds of underwater stuff which I think is really awesome anywho so going so we're, during this trip the wife and my wife and her mother we were going up there I forget why but we ended up going hanging out there looking at some shops and whatnot and then going to the beach and just relaxing and watching the sunset and all this kind of stuff. And I'm all like, hey, look, beach and pictures and yay. So I brought my trusty Minolta X370S um, SLR camera. That was my, that's my main uh, picture-taking camera. And I was like, taking pictures of the family, taking pictures of, you know, the beach and seals and all the sights to be seen out there 
And then, I don't know how it happened, so I went and go down on the sand in this one area of the beach. And the beach has about sandy shore. It's a good, I don't know, 10, 15 feet, maybe, maybe 20 feet at the most of sandy shore. And then at the rear of it, you get the, it goes, it goes up a cliff that's about five, five and a half feet. And which ends up going to the street level with a sidewalk and where the street is and stuff. Well, I was take, trying to get pictures and I wasn't really paying attention to the things that I was doing. And then I was trying to get these pictures of um, the sunset and the waves and all this kind of stuff. Well, silly me wasn't really thinking and I was standing relatively pretty close to the, to the cliff area because uh, my wife and mother, they were, my wife and mother-in-law, they were standing at the top of the cliffs, and I wasn't paying attention. All of a sudden, I, I see this wall of water. It's like, holy crap! This wave is huge. I don't know, it was a good six, seven-foot wave, and it was coming. And it was coming in fast. I was like, holy shit! And my camera's in my hand, my bag, but I had to zip my bag up real quick, and then all I had was this, a split second to where. I jumped straight up in the air, lifted my hand, and threw my camera up. A few seconds, and then just whap! Wall of water just smacked me, and I was all wet. The only thing, my wife and her mother were laughing at me. They're like, oh my god, are you okay? Because they were shocked. They're, they were shocked that I was okay, that I didn't get washed away into the water. And the sight that they saw, they thought was totally monkey-brained and just something I would do, just lucky. It's like, yeah, Mike, he doesn't really, he's, he's okay with getting himself wet, but, you know, don't get it. He's going to do anything he can not to get his camera wet. So the split second just before the wave hits me and gets to, and, and splashes up against the, up over and against the cliff, this little cliffside area just before the walkway, um, I jump and throw my camera up in the air, and as I do, my my wife and her mother say, "I just completely disappeared, except for my hand." And all they saw was the camera hovering a couple feet above my hand, as and then the the water washed away. As the water washed away, my camera fell down. I caught it in my hand, and then the water was gone, and my camera was saved. It was a couple splashes on it, but it was dry for the most part. And they were like shocked and amazed that this happened. And, but they were laughing at me. They thought it was like completely funny. I was like, yeah, I'm all wet now. It's like getting to be sunset and kind of starting to get dark and a little bit chilly, even though it is summertime. Um, once the sun goes down, it does get a little chilly. But for the most part, not too bad. And so luckily, my camera was not messed up. My bag was a little wet, but the inside was completely dry because it was zipped up. I was completely drenched from head to toe. Just kind of like in awe for a second because I was like, oh my God, all this water. Oh. Trying to dry my eyes out and stuff. And I'm like, I better get out from under here before I get hit, hit again and washed away. You know, because that's a serious thing. You know, I was actually really lucky not to die or drowned or you know get pulled out to the sea but you know I can swim so I don't know about that you know 
little old me versus, you know, the ocean. But in this instance, the camera was safe. And my wife says that my wife has this picture of her grandfather um, teetering off the edge of this wall or balancing on, on the edge of this wall trying to take a picture. I think her grandmother took of her grandfather. And this guy, he was like, it was over the water or something. But it was a, it was, it was a good, you know, if he fell, he would have hurt himself really bad. But she's like, you know, you remind me a lot of my grandpa. He'll do just about anything to get a picture. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. And, I mean, I'll do it. Almost to it. You know, I have my limits. I mean, I'm scared of heights and stuff, so. But, like, yeah. I, I, if, I, if, I see, if I think of, I see something that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, I think would be a, make a good composition, I'll, I'll try and get it. You know, I like taking But in this instance, you know, the environment got me back. I mean, I did get some neat uh, sun, sunset pictures that day, some seal, good seal pictures that day, but the environment got me back. A little slap in the face, pow! But at the end of the day, I, I, I got up onto, this, onto, this, onto the sidewalk and we were like, oh my God, did you see that? And they were just dying laughing, like, oh my God, <laughs> that's so funny. Only you, Mike, or Michelle, can't believe it, it's terrible. And, yeah. Oh, by the way, it's like I said in the last episode or two, um, I do call myself Michael. Um, even though my name, my legal name is Michelle. Alright, so. Yeah. That was a fun, that was a fun time. That was an interesting uh, incident that happened. I wish, I, I wish my wife and her mother, looking back, thinking about this, I wish my incident, I wish my, my wife and her mother had a big camera where they could have just taken the picture of the splash which showed my, just my hand jumping up out of the splash and then the, the camera hovering above my hand uh, just to go and show the lengths in which I would do to keep my camera safe um, from imminent danger while trying to take pictures but so yeah that's my story of the time that I got splashed and protected my camera and got laughed at by my wife and my mom and, poss- and potentially could have been washed away in the ocean. All because I wanted to take pictures of the sunset and the beach and waves and stuff. Alrighty, well, speaking of that camera and cameras in general, you know, I like to buy and purchase cameras. Um, I only try to get cameras that I think are neat, um, but are functional. I don't like buying, I don't like acquiring things that I cannot use. Because I have to be able to justify spending my money on something that's just going to sit there and be looked at. I hate that. I kind of like to collect stuff, but I collect things that I can use. I collect video games. I love video games. Mostly classic ones. Um, mainly because that's all I have and I can't afford all the new shit. But I like video games. I collect them. Get all the ones that I had growing up. I have my original NES. But I can use all that stuff. Anyway, so. I've tried to find cameras I can use. And 
me being, you know, relatively broke most of the time, regardless of what I make and all that. Um, I, so I go to the Goodwill or I go to thrift shops and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what I can get. What kind of deals can I get? And for a while it was this interesting thing. Or I was, I look on Craigslist too. And sometimes that Facebook, uh, marketplace, they, they, they sell cameras and shit on there too. I tried this, I tried going to like let go and that, what's that other one called? I forget, but I'm not, I wasn't really into those the way they, you know, I know it's kind of like eBay where you have to, you know, register your card and all that kind of stuff with. I'm like, well, I'm already on eBay and Amazon. I don't think I want to register my card with any other places. So, scratch let go in the other place. But Craigslist, uh, Facebook Marketplace, uh, the Goodwill and other thrift stops. You know, I frequent quite a bit. Uh, I try and go to Goodwill at least once a week to see what's going on. Mostly just to window shop, but... Once in a while, I'll find some neat stuff. Uh, I found at the Goodwill, I I got a slide projector. I've bought a few slide trays for the projector. Two of which I, I thought was a neat find, even though I didn't take the pictures, but there are two slide, slide projector trays full of Kodachrome picture, picture slides, color slides. And I thought these were pretty sweet. I mean, I like to see, I don't care. I like to look at pictures. I like to look at slides. I think slides are really neat, but you know, they don't make Kodachrome anymore. So being able to find these and look at and be able to, you know, view them and look at them is quite a thing these days. But you know, they, they have, they do have Ectochrome out now. They have a new version of Ectochrome out now, which one day I hope to purchase so I can, you know, get my slide fix again. Anywho, so I got my, so at the Goodwill I bought a projector, I got a couple of the trays, um, I've got two projector screens, one of which I'm thinking about getting rid of because I only need one. Why do I need two screens? That's just silly. Anyway, and then I've gotten a few cameras, a few Polaroid cameras, you know, with, that I've, you know, spent money on testing with uh, the Impossible uh, Project film, and that has now turned into the Polaroid Originals film. Uh, so. I have a Polaroid 600, I have a Polaroid Spectra, I have a couple 600 cameras, and then a Polaroid Spectra camera, all of which work except for one has kind of a funky thing with the motor, it's kind of like slow and sluggish and doesn't really want to come out too well, but other than that, I've had some pretty good luck. I even bought a, my recent, my most recent camera find was about was a um, Olympus XA. I have to say that was probably one of the more fancier, dur durable cameras I think I've ever gotten there. I mean, I have also had like three or four point shoots. Um, I got a Polaroid 300 camera. 
well not 300 but uh what's that one it's like a polaroid slr like unfolds or something got one of those things um uh polaroid big shot and i think i mentioned a couple point shoots but yeah but my, my most favorite finds were the XA, and then, you know, there's a couple cameras that I, I, I saw there that I didn't get that I really regret doing. I remember this one time they had a 50% off day. I could have got myself a three, uh, I think it was like 150 to 300 millimeter lens. It was one of those white Canon lenses. It's like, like a EF. It's like, it's a, it's a really expensive lens. They want like three, 400 bucks for it, but half price it would have been 150 bucks. They wanted 300 dollars originally, but on a half price day it would have been 150 bucks. Uh, I passed that up and then I went back and that was gone. Felt real stupid about that. But I didn't have the money for that anyway. And if I did buy it, uh, man, I'd be hurting. And then I found a Zeiss Icon that was kind of jacked up, so I didn't get that. And then the Nolta SRT that I saw that I didn't get, but I wish I did because it was only like 15 bucks, and the lens was 15 bucks, so I paid 30. And I paid 30 for this last camera I got that doesn't work, so kind of like, you know, I'm gonna smack myself in the head with that one. However, I got a couple lenses with that one. That was a Canon 300D digital camera. I'm thinking about taking it, get looked at, but I'm right now I'm into it, $70, and with battery got a battery pack memory card and the camera itself but the nice thing about it is the camera came with three lenses so I can at least sell the lens I can you know if the camera doesn't work I have the lenses sell one or two of them off and bam got my money back so not too bad but I love I love going to the thrift shops and looking around number one because you know, I'm not really big on shopping but you know I found you know I also found some photography books you know I find some neat things there sometimes um, I remember when I was back in the day, I think it was like when I was living in Alpine, California between 2007, 2010, and then out here back in Glendale, Arizona. I don't know the time period, but we used to watch the show. Um, it was a thrift, a thrift, a thrift thrift store thrift hunter show store and then i also saw this one called storage hunters or something like that we where people that would go and auction uh storage units or these two guys would go around the country in different states and go thrift thrifting and stuff i was like you know that looks pretty freaking cool i want to try and do that and maybe supplement my income and you know, sell some stuff on eBay and this and that and blah blah. So I was like, yeah, that's so that's how that got me all started in the the Goodwill thing. So now I got a couple of boxes of a bunch of crap that are actually some pretty neat finds. I have some stuff that are pretty neat finds, some collectibles, um, a bunch of art, mostly photographs and stuff, but things that I hopefully one day would like to sell on eBay. Maybe even some of these cameras too that I find. But, that in episode two, I was talking about my anticipation for bringing my film 
into the lab and getting it back and stuff like that. Well, one of the rolls of film was a test roll that I ran through this X, this Olympus XA that I got at the Goodwill. And, you know, lo and behold, lo and behold this good, this, the price I got on this was like phenomenal. You know, back in the day, the XA, even though it's a, the original simple, the simplest model of this camera, because I think they've got the XA, the XA, two, three, and four. There's like four different models, and the four is, I guess, the highest ranking model, but the XA, you know, I guess would be, back in the day, a pretty good price. And even, and this, this camera, uh, shockingly enough, is small as hell. I mean, you can, I can fit it in my pocket. Um, I was shocked to see how small it is. And it doesn't have a flash, so the flash only makes it a little bit longer because it goes on the side of the camera rather than the top. But I, it doesn't have a flash. So, but I got my camera, I got my film back from, I tested my film in this camera and it works. It's awesome. I'm so happy. I love it when that happens. You take a chance. I only spent like, I only spent, I think, $4 on this camera. Back in the day, it was like a two, maybe $300 buck camera, $300 camera. So I'm like, that's pretty sweet. And then, you know, another reason why I think it's kind of kind of interesting and neat about this camera is that you hear all these people talking about, um, on these different podcasts that I listen to, about all, here, they all, like, do, like, reviews of these cameras and how neat these cameras are and this and that and all the, oh, yeah, this camera is perfect for, like, street photography and this and that. And I remember, I think, Andre Dominguez of the Negative Positive Podcast, um, he used an XA to do some street photography stuff um, shortly after he had some like a heart surgery or something like that but anyway so I you know hearing about all these cameras you know this one I'm like yeah that's pretty neat and I was like yeah I got a, I got one of those that were mentioned on the show or the show I was like I'll put that one in my collection but I never want to have a camera that I can't use there's always interesting things to do and I'm not really one to experiment with funky things I mean if you look at my my, my you look at my scans and my computer and all that stuff it would look like I try you know I get some weird interesting uh, results from my film mostly because I get excited and I rush through and I snap 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 when I should slow down and think about what I'm doing just a little bit more but Overall, my experience with camera hunting at the Goodwills is a positive one. Overall, I would say 85% of everything that I got is functional. So I'm really happy about those results. But yeah, check them out. You got a local Goodwill or they even have this thing too. It's a, I don't know, it's like a Goodwill Depot or some crap like that. You go and like... They have these big giant bins, and I think it's open from like eight to nine, at, eight in the morning, nine at night. And like when you go into like this big depot thing, they have like these big giant bins on these rollers full of stuff. And they just go and they they let you roam around and look at the stuff that's in the bins for X amount of time, and then they'll be all like, "All right, beep, uh, time's up. We're gonna go change the bins and." We'll be right back. So it'll be like about 15, 20 minutes. They're changing the bins and, you know, you wait around and they have some new shit in there and then you're able to go look at stuff and be like, okay, beep, now you can go look at the new stuff. 
And the best thing about it is you can find all kinds of neat stuff. Books, clothing, um, you know, things you might be interested in. There, that's all uh, TVs, um, projectors, um, restaurant equipment, which is interesting. Um, but, you know, if the electronic stuff, you can go there and you can test them out and stuff. Um, I, I went there once. I didn't get any electronics, but I got a bat. They, they pay you by the basket. I mean, you don't, you don't get the, you don't, most of the Goodwills, you go there, you know, the item is priced what it is. And you buy it, and, you know, if you're happy with it and whatever. And if you don't like it, you can always return it for uh, store credit or whatever. But at least they let you return it. Even if it is store credit, you can go there and find some other shit you want to get. But this place, this like Goodwill Depot warehouse thing, I forget what it's called, but you can go there and you get a, a grocery basket or yeah, like a push cart basket and fill it up and they charge you according to how much it weighs versus, so I remember the time when I went there, I filled my basket up with like this terracotta pot that probably weighed like, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds. And then I found a skill saw, um, boogie board, some books. Uh, I found a memory card for, I used, I found a memory card that was pretty cool for a camera. And I found, that's, that's, that's where I actually found one of my um, oh, projector screens for my slide projector. Now that's how I, I was able to come across a second projector screen, which I thought was pretty cool because it came with a, had a zipper case and had this interesting teal, kind of seafoam greenish teal color to the actual metal parts of that held the screen, which I thought was pretty sweet. And the other one I got at the Goodwill too, that was just one of the stores. Anyway, I love the Goodwill. You know, some people might like thrift stores, and you know, you're taking a chance, you know, thrift stores, because basically you're buying used crap and hoping that it works. <clears throat> but you know, other than that, you know, I've also bought some furniture and stuff like that. There's really cheap price. I think I found, I found a six foot bookcase there one time. It was like seven bucks. I'm like, I'm getting that. So, Goodwill is the way to go, I think. That and Craigslist, you can find some neat stuff. And it's usually pretty good priced. And if you don't like it, you have no use for it, go on eBay, try and sell it, get get your couple bucks back. You know, if, you know, this XA thing is like, eh, it's not really my thing. Maybe I'll sell it on eBay. Bought for four, I'll sell it for 20, 30 bucks. Bam, that's a nice profit, I think. So try it out. See what you, see, see how see how see how it goes. They got some good stuff, and I'm lucky because. Around my where I live, there's like eight Goodwills. So I'm like, woohoo! Get to go whenever I do finally actually make time to go. It's like, I want to go here, I want to go there. I hit like four of them all in one day, four or five of them all in one day. I spent like an hour on each one. It's a good good day. I don't usually, I'm very selective. I don't really buy too much, but when I do, it's a doozy. All right. Um, and. Here in the last episode or two, the first one, the first episode, the last episode, the second episode, I mentioned my social media stuff that I would 
um, talk about a little bit. Um, the places I put post my pictures. Uh, I, I post a few things on the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook website. Uh, I think last night... Day, or yesterday, yeah, last night, not not tonight, but because today is what seven, July sixth, so the night of July fifth, yeah, something something like that. I posted a thing on on there, some of my images from the last batch of negatives I had developed. I was like, man, these are pretty cool. You know, most of most of the images were, at least on my black and white slides, are kind of crap. They're underexposed either through the camera or developing, which I gotta try and look up and read up on that a little bit better. That's one of the things where I was rushing. I was like, I figured out, you know, force. It's a. I need. I need to add four stops to my to my. I set my camera to 20, ISO 25, and then I have to add four stops. A meter, and then add four stops. That's what I gotta do to get the correct stuff. I think it's somewhere in the, yeah. But uh, between that and or under developing like, all, most of my pictures came out dark. I think I got like two or three pictures out of two rolls I actually liked that came out somewhat decent. But And then the rest of them were pretty snazzy for my vacation where I went up to Kanab, Utah and Fredonia, Arizona. Um, those two towns border each other. My wife's family on her mother's side is uh, from Fredonia, Arizona, so went up there for a bit and then went over to San Diego and home and whatever. It was pretty an interesting trip, but I got my, my pictures back from that. Um, there I got digital pictures from my cell phone and because I don't really have a, and, and I have a point and shoot digital camera, but I don't have an SL, a digital SLR anymore. I'll talk about that one in the next episode, I think. Crimes against photography. Anyway, social media. So, social media. I, I post my, ficker, my pictures on Flickr um, under the name Michelle Massiello, spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-E. My last name is spelled M-A-S-I-E-L-L-O. Um... On there, I have my profile that where I've broken the content up into different albums according to the cameras I use. So in there, I have an Mamiya RZ67 uh, Pro, the first one, and then I have then another folder for my Minolta X370S, and then another folder for my twin lens reflex an Argus Argoflex Model E um, I love that camera I think that's like my favorite camera completely mechanical no batteries needed it's pretty sweet but it has a crack in it so I gotta try and get it fixed because light leaks and stuff uh, anyway and then I have my Canon T3 which is a digital digital SLR and I have another Kodak point and shoot camera in there. And I believe my Shika Electro 35 
GS, I believe it's called a GSM. Anyway, those are all the folders I have in there of various things I've taken. And, oh, there's also a um, instant photography thing in there that's mostly taken on my um, RZ67 using the Polaroid back, which uses Polaroid pack film, which no longer exists except through a Kickstarter of a company that is trying to get it um, revamped. But, anyways, yeah, so those are some interesting pictures. I probably should look through my other Polaroids, maybe post some of those too, because I got a lot of them now. Because with all the other Goodwill cameras I got, plus my wife bought me a, what's that newer Polaroid camera that, that came out a year or two ago? Um, the Polaroid, was it like the Rainbow Plus or something? Yeah. Anyway, so I got that, and then that's where, that's my oldest account, so I've been posting most of that stuff. That's, I started posting there, and when I was, found the Film Photography Project and Film Photography Podcast, it's the same thing, just, you know, the website has the podcast on it. But, you know, I think I saw, found them in 2012, and they were using Flickr back, and I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool, I'm going to go in there and check it out. So I did, and that's how I got all that. And then nowadays, with the negative positives and other places I, I listen to, you know, I've been introduced to Instagram. I'm not extremely familiar with it, but I've posted a few things. I just took my Flickr images and put them over to the... Instagram stuff. So right now, they are the same photos. I haven't my newer batch. I'm still gonna go through there and pick out some stuff to post, just so I can have some new stuff in there. But and then I do have a Facebook account, but I don't post anything on Facebook. Oh, in, my, in Instagram, uh, my handle is Crimson Rain 78. So it's spelled lowercase, all lowercase letters, C R I M. S-O-N-R-A-I-N 78 um, If you're interested in looking at any either of those, check them out. I do have some stuff on my Facebook like food photography and whatnot, but using my digital camera, but that's a private page and I don't actually use it except for like family stuff, so that's that. But I hope you enjoyed my episode and thank you for listening. Um, have a great day, and I will talk to you later in the next episode. Until then, bye for now.